I'm not doing it. Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with my buddies Dan and Colin as usual. And we're back to give you some more exciting Giants news and uh, probably a good 15 to 20 minutes of just total nonsense. Um, how you guys <laughs> feeling tonight? Good? Where are my dogs at? Uh, <laughs> uh, how how we doing? I mean, uh, I guess we had some some entertainment last night for, for a change. So that was cool. Yeah, I agree. It was very entertaining for a whole uh, 20 points scored. Hey, <laughs> whatever. It, hey, it's, it's two bad teams playing each other. At least make it fun. I know two bad teams with, with decent records. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, I think last week we were all kind of like, well, let's do the offseason pod. And, you know, now we're kind of making a playoff push, which is fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm still not ready to, you know, it, admit that the Giants aren't a rebuilding team because they clearly are. We have to maintain our focus on that. A little playoff push is nice, but you know, I'm I'm well prepared for a nice wild card loss, and I think that'd be a huge success of a season. Yeah. Hey, I, I just realized something. More of Gettleman's dreams are coming to fruition right now. He loved the rebuild while being a good team at the. At I the forgot same about time. that winning winning while you rebuild. Yeah, mm-hmm. except they didn't win. No. <laughs> Come close. Yeah. Now, what, what was the, like the highest number of wins during the Gettleman era? Was it four? Um, so. Did we get more? No. Well, wait, wait. When did um um, what's his name? Jerry Reese. He was uh, let go in twenty fifteen. I mean, let's uh, let's use let's use the powers of the internet because to discover this information. I'm trying to think. He was he. He couldn't have been the GM when we had the one playoff push. I mean, I guess he could have. He might have. He might have. You never know. Uh, oh, Ray Walsh. Yeah, nice. George Young, Ernie Kersey. Jerry Reese was 10 years, 07 to 17. Gettleman was 18 to 21. Ah, uh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah, there was no way we were going to make the playoffs with Dave. Only seven GMs in the history of the, of the team, but I guess it only goes back to 1947. So, I mean, mm. the team existed long before that. Yeah. Back when Timmy boy owned it. Yeah. Your boy, Tim Mara. Uh, yeah. I mean, last night was, uh, was an interesting, interesting game. I mean, I, I think, of course, I know the two of you felt at some point, uh, especially later on in the game when uh, Saquon started to wake up and, and, you know, you know, just get a bunch of chunk yards here, chunk yards there. And it's just like, oh, this is cool to watch. I like this. But I know that the both of you were thinking like, oh, we, we don't we don't really need Saquon to look good at all for the rest of the season right now for yeah. obvious reasons. Um, this I mean, is my the- thought was like, it wasn't unique that Saquon got those yards. I don't think no, but he had it, that it, one move. He had that one move that was real sick. And yeah. like, that was unique to Saquon. He had a but- lot of good moves that this game, I thought, you know. He came out to play, but yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump off ship here. Yeah. No, you know, I, th- I think Gary no. Brightwell could have blasted those three ten yard runs in a row too because of the blocking scheme they were running. Sure. That's what I'm which saying. Which the announcers like made very obvious was you know working well. Then they ran the same play three times in a row. Which yeah. you know that was a great breakdown. I enjoyed that breakdown. It was very succinct and I think very easy for anybody watching to actually understand what was going on and how simple the method is of having that bunch blocking scheme mm-hmm. going. That was so cool. I love that kind of stuff. You get my paisan, Mike Tarico, on there. He's going to break it down for you. Oh, geez. Hey, yeah. it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's. I, 
I'm about as Italian as he is. Noted hey, delusional man, Mike Tirico. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna? Who's to say he's not? I mean, me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think we're supposed to talk about this. No. 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 Oh, I mean, it's funny. It's it's always a funny thing. But anyway. I mean, you know, I I guess we could just elaborate. A, I mean, in that sense, here, it was that a... we're we're discussing that Mike Tirico one time, you know, came out and said that he is a white Italian man. You can Google it. Um, Much like words came directly from yeah. his mouth. Yep. So you know, it's an interesting uh, interesting thing. I I think, but Mike Tirico not much to speculate on, I guess. And uh, World Cup champion Lionel Lionel Messi, both white Italian men. That's true. Yeah, so. Lionel Messi is a white man. Every yeah. sense and, and Italian and Italian of heritage, yes. And he's the great. He's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just what it's just what my people do. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you're American. The Renaissance, like the rest of us. I'm I'm, I'm American, like you know, Messi's Argentinian. You know, <laughs> sure. you following this? Yeah, you guys following I, this? I, I'm totally lost now. Um, <laughs> as usual, guys, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us, BBU Pod Boys, with a Z on Twitter. And don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN when you sign up for some cool offers and whatnot. We'll get into that later. Um, I was thinking, guys, should we? Is it time to migrate BBU Pod Boys over to Mastodon? Yeah, that's where we can really get to our fans and communicate how we'd like. Yeah, I think that we're going to start yeah. Giants Mastodon. Yeah, and Signal. It, Should we get on Signal Messenger? Giant Signal? What about yeah. fan base? Telegram. Tele- isn't Telegram like a right-wing one? No, Telegram's used a lot in business. Oh, okay, no, you're yeah. right. Um, okay, yeah. yeah, let's get BBU Pod Boys on Truth Social. They're all about business. My, I love business. Yeah, business. Yeah, I do that all week. And then mm. my one hour of solace is to be here with you guys talking about the, the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. And also <laughs> right wing social media. <laughs> right wing social media. Yep. Yeah. But uh, let's jump back into the game. I, um, I, I think, you know, the game was interesting. 20, 20 to 12, the Giants and the refs beat the commanders together. It was a good joint <laughs> effort between the two squads. Um. You know, I, I think I said before, eight, five, and one. We're we're sitting pretty kind of to get into the playoffs. Um, obviously, the schedule the rest of the year is is a little interesting. With you know, Vikings, Eagles, both you know, ten wins are over, and then you have the Colts at the end of the year, who uh, apparently you can just blow out in the second half. So just hope Matt Ryan's playing. Mm-hmm. So probably no trouble there, but we'll we'll get into uh, that in a little bit. But I'm just curious. You know, we always have to get into the Daniel Jones thing because what else are you going to talk about? I mean, so I just really want to share a quote that I read uh, from Ed Valentine today, and I want to know what your guys' thought is on it, and then mm. and then I'll share what my thought is on it. And he goes, "Daniel Jones deserves to be back next year. If you have, if you don't know why, what more do you need to see than you haven't seen already?" That's paraphrasing. But read hey, a stat line right now. What? What read, more? Read a stat line right now. Was it like one one sixty something? Twenty one for thirty two, one sixty, passing ten rushes for thirty five yards. You know what the number one reason all these people will say Daniel Jones needs to comes back? It's because of the lack of interceptions. Like that's the only thing that makes yep. you a good quarterback. If you don't throw interceptions, you got to be the best quarterback in the league, according to Giants fans. It's, it's infuriating. It, it, it's he got outplayed all... by Taylor Heineke again. Mm-hmm. It's it's all good to win some games here and there, but like. The, game manager. That, that, game that manager. tweet that I sent you earlier today was like a perfect, perfect representation. If you are looking for just mediocrity and a super average guy, yeah, he's your guy. Because that's what it is. The stats say it. 
the wins could be there. Sometimes they're not. Most times they're not. They so, what he said. He's, he's, he's not going to – more often than not, he's not going to lose you a game, but he's also not going to win you a game. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, which comes down to really the next question is why did the Giants win this game? I mean – Kayvon I, Thibodeau. Well, Kayvon and the offensive line woke up. I, I mean, defense, offensive line, Saquon Barkley, those are all the reasons why the Giants won this game. And the Giants have had all of their wins predicated by – run the offense through Saquon Barkley, and they did that, and they won this game. Yeah, I think that's that's really it. And you know what? Yes, they had that one drive that was the best drive they had all season. Yeah. And Daniel Jones was, you know, 10 for 12, um, efficient. I love saying Daniel Jones is efficient because that's all he is. Um, but, like, if people want to keep pile on praise on this guy for one drive the whole year that was convincing. It's like, you see one drive, and then all of a sudden, Daniel Jones has proved himself because he did one drive in a primetime game where they scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. If Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't make that amazing play, the Giants don't win this game. Also, if the refs don't fudge up super hard, the Giants probably, you know, at least go to overtime. I, I wanted to, to say something about that. Yes, they definitely screwed up, and we definitely should have gotten some of those calls. But I, I have to, I have to say, I, I swear, broadcast teams all across America for all time want so badly to crap on all things New York sports. It doesn't matter what team it is; they will try to find a way to just never make it about the good things that an, a New York team does. It's just, oh no, you know, the refs just want what basically wanted for them. I mean, if you were on the other side, you would be so mad because it was so obvious. Oh, yeah. But Twice. you know what? Funny enough, uh, what's his name? Uh, Feliciano uh, tweeted something like, oh, now all now all y'all going to be uh, mad at the refs now? With like a laughy face emoji, whatever. Because we've been screwed on, on calls all year, too. So, you know, it kind of it comes around, goes around. I mean, I think I think the funnier thing that I saw was uh, an interview with Terry McLaurin after the game where he was like, I got up to the line. I asked the line judge, am I in the right spot? And he said, just move up a little bit. You're good. And then they threw the flag on. <laughs> I'm confused I mean, by that. I mean, come on, man. You, Either, you... If that's a real story, that is totally insane. I think I, we should check with Torm. I think maybe Torm was a line judge this weekend. We need yeah, to know, seriously. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I watched that, that replay over and over again, and you see it. You see the interaction. He moves up just slightly. I guess the ref's argument is that he didn't move up enough and it, the play was called already. So, I mean, the other argument is, is is the ref supposed to put him on the line for him? Like, is that his job? I mean, no, but if you're standing right there and you'd be like, am I good? I mean, if the, unless the officials, I, I would assume, aren't supposed to go out of their way to penalize you. You know, I, I obviously understand it's not their you know, job to tell you, you know, where to line up or what the rules are. But at the same time, if you're, you know, confirming with the official, am I good? And he's like, yes, you're good. That just seems, you know, like totally unfair to me. And and if if this, you know, if we were Commanders fans or if this happened to the Giants, we would be screaming about it right now. But we're not because it helped us win the game. I'm just saying, you know, we've always tried to be objective on this podcast. And ultimately, that was total bullshit in my mind, if it's true, if it's true. Yeah, I mean... It seems that we're on the other side of it more often than not. So that's why I don't feel bad about just taking it as we got it. You know, I don't feel bad. I mean, refs mess up calls all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're on one end or the other. But, I mean, you'd have to imagine that, you know, it, it sucks when it happens to you. Yeah. 
So you don't want it to happen to you. I mean, and that and, and when it's particularly egregious like this was, I mean, it's just a little much to kind of jump on and be like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, we've had bad calls too. I mean, this is like weird. This is yeah. just weird. You know, people are, I hate conspiracy theories. I really do. But you know, people are like, oh, the, the games are rigged, man. The NFL has been rigged for years. I would went down a rabbit hole on Twitter the other day, like reading shit like this. And I'm just like, it must be true after this <laughs> McLaurin <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. You didn't do your research, Colin. Yeah, right. It's not the it's not the WWE here. It's I mean, yeah, maybe there's there's been corruption in the past. I don't there's corruption at different levels. I don't think in the games themselves there's much uh I, I think there's bad refereeing. I think there's maybe some guys are betting on the games themselves as players. That happens from time to time. But other than that, I mean the yeah, rules... I, know. I, I don't actually agree with. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, I... dicking around. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I'm just saying, like, from that that viewpoint. I mean, I could see how people could possibly think that, uh, especially after the, uh, you know, as the aforementioned this weekend, uh, um, Colin Kaepernick situation, and how it turned off a lot of boomers in this country from watching the game altogether. Mm-hmm. Dan, do you know anyone like that? Uh, sounds familiar. But I've definitely heard those stories before. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I, you know what is, is great about this game to, to just hop back on Daniel Jones is that I think you really could evaluate Daniel Jones in this game because the offensive line, like you said, Colin, I mean, say other than Evan Neal, who had another bad game, um, played their best game of the year. Yeah. Jones was rarely under pressure. I mean, he was occasionally, but it was, He's you know, zero sacks. Getting rid um, of the ball really fast. Really fast. Yeah. So yeah. you just saw and Richie, uh, you, you, you can make an argument. Richie James had the best game of, of, uh, of the season. Isaiah Hodges has been there. I mean, look, I'm not shut up, Dan. Like Richie James had 42 I'm yards. Trying to, I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to make a point yards. here that you were going to agree with. OK, I realize that, Dan, 42 yards. Still, <laughs> he was getting open. He was making catches when he was asked to. Isaiah Hodges, same thing. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of pass catchers on this team. So who are you supposed to bring up? It's true. Either way. That you saw what Jones can do with a good offensive line and uh, some good receivers, and he can dink and dunk and uh, get 160 yards, ten of ten, 20 completions, ten of which came on one drive. No touchdowns. I, I feel like that was no touchdowns. A, that was a uh, a blueprint for the obvious that this dude needs to be in more or less a West Coast offense, like an old school West Coast Kyle Shanahan kind of offense, you know. And it worked. Maybe, maybe his future, wherever the hell else he ends up, that's that's how you utilize him. Because I don't know why it the, hasn't happened already. The 49ers who have the best roster in the NFL. What you think he could go out there and be successful? I'm saying that's the kind of situation. Uh, I do. Has to be on the team where he is not a, a crucial member of the team, mm. and he has everything around him is perfectly set up. Do you do you think he's pretty enough to do it though? According to the ladies, ladies love Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's got a hard enough Brock to make it happen. That's good. I, I you guys don't want to make it do any do any Brock Purdy puns. No, I I, I exhausted all of them on our college text message thread. You, Brock's you like a hurricane. Yeah, Rock the, uh, Brock Lobster. Brock Lobster. <laughs> Did anyone make these uh, about Brock Osweiler or no? No. He had one good year, remember? Oh, man, he fleeced the, the Texans real nice. He got paid a real large sum of money and never did anything. Where so do you the think Texans or the Broncos? 
No, he was on the Broncos and the oh. Texans signed him to like a huge deal and then ended up having <laughs> to like do the end do an NBA thing where they gave up draft picks to offload his contract yeah. to the Browns, I think it was. Silly. It's good for him, man. He got paid. You know. Yeah. Play the system. Your quarterback, you only need to have one good year. And then you get paid yeah. somewhere. What sorry to, to jump around. What was the name of that quarterback that um that was on Green Bay for a while and then he went to, to uh Flynn. Yeah, Matt, um, Matt Flynn. Yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Flynn. Yeah, he, he, did he that had too. that one monster game where he had five touchdowns. He got a massive contract mm-hmm. and then sucked. Charlie Whitehurst is another one that, that uh, yeah. comes to yeah. mind in that situation. Absolutely, that was pretty funny. Um, All GMs used to be dumb, like Dave Gettleman. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, then people are like, then owners are like, wait a minute, what what's happening here? <laughs> they got rid of all. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. Just don't bet on Daniel Jones being any time touchdown score. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, place a $5 bet in any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I mean, we got to talk Kayvon, right? Absolutely. What a game. Incredible. What a, first, what a first drive. What a first first quarter. What a whole like a whole effort, you know. I think we were all looking forward to him, you know, translating some of, you know, if you were paying attention, some of those pressures and uh and, and disruptions that he was creating, you know, translate to some stats, and you definitely saw it. And, you know, that one play, he did it all, you know, sack, strip, picked it up, touchdown. That's the best play of the mm-hmm. of the giant season, the most exciting play of the whole year. Do you know what I enjoyed the most about his performance last night? And it was the culmination of everything up until this game. It's clear, and I think this might have been uh, a little bit of his his budding relationship with Michael Strahan and, and, you know, their conversations. He seems to not care so much about the sacks and first and foremost – be a monster at stopping the run and he's doing it and it's incredible. And that's exactly how Strahan played. It's like, stop the run sacks will come. So that's kind of how it's, it's shaken out right now. And it's, it's really awesome to see because you see a lot of guys come in first round picks, defensive ends or, or rushing linebackers. And all they, all they want is that home run every play. And you see a lot of guys struggle for the first year, year and a half sometimes. And realize that like the NFL is just a different game and you have to play it differently. Yeah. I think, I think also I'd like to highlight that his rapid ascension right now is, is being assisted a little bit by having Aziz on the other side of the Absolutely line. Absolutely too. Uh, yeah. Which is, is realizing the full potential of this front, which is, which is pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. Dexter Lawrence had, they gave him half a sack, but he, he was getting in the mix. He was getting pressure on the quarterback. And Kayvon's line, 12 total, nine solo, three for a loss, um, and you know, one sack, obviously, is uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And he looked yeah. like he was having fun. Yep. He's having a they lot of fun. Did. Yeah. He, he was a bit 
I mean, granted, he was all over the place, but he, there was a point in the game where, like, they kept sh- showing him on the sideline just just sucking wind. Super shot. He gets gassed, man. It's because, you know, we saw what he looks like in, uh, on Halloween with his shirt off. He's yeah. not – He's not. He's not to look like Miles Garrett does with his shirt off. Even I guess not. The same position. I'm paying a lot of attention to defensive ends with their shirts off. By the way, <laughs> you guys are wondering. That's the kind of analytics we bring to the table here, guys. That's right. Yeah. Um, but Dan, I, I, you know, I don't think it was just him this game too that was bringing the fire. It seemed like the whole team just seemed amped up for this game. I guess you know it's fun to get flexed into prime time, and it was a game that was really important. But it just seemed like everyone was coming out and like really wanted to win this game and, and was playing hard. So. I want to give credit, you know, to, to, the, to the whole team here, except Daniel Jones, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know. Um, Landon Collins? Yeah. Hey, Landon you mean Collins, our best linebacker? Yeah. Why not? I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Aziz, four tackles, half a sack. I don't know who got that fumble at the end. Was it Lawrence or was it Aziz? Uh, I thought it was Leonard. I thought it was Dexter. Uh, no, no, no. He, he hit. He hit him to cause the fumble, but I think Leonard Williams jumped on it. Oh, yeah. Okay, he got the recovery. By yeah. the Dexter, way... Um, Dexter Lawrence had three QB hits. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's just like... Pro tackle. I mean, I know we mentioned this last week, but the Giants' front seven is going to be really good. Once, yeah. you know, they get like an off-ball linebacker um, that's competent, I think they're really going to have a lot of success because you really have good pieces. And, uh, you know, Justin Pinnock really that's playing great, well yeah. instead of, of Xavier McKinney. You got to give him some credit, too. Yeah. Um, but my favorite, my favorite Thibodeau play was, oh, wait, was uh, straight. I can't take it anymore. It's, Thib- it's Thibodeau. It's Thibodeau. 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 It's, it's just Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau. Thibodeau. No, what are you... no, stop it with the TH. There's no in his name. It's all season. There's no TH. It is a TH. You don't pronounce it. You know, like people, people like want me to say things that are French <laughs> and I just don't feel like I have to. I'm I'm I usually mean, like, for it. I'm usually for it. You know, you know the you know the Knicks coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thibodeau. What's his name? No, Thibodeau. no. Mike, Mike no. Thibodeau. No, it's um, not Mike Thibodeau. Mike Thibodeau. <laughs> what's his name? That's not his name. It's Thibodeau. How is it spelled? It doesn't matter how it's spelled. It's not phonetic. I'm looking up this. No, well. <laughs> Mike Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau. There's no listen. There's no. I don't see an X in here. So how do you even know it's Thibodeau? It's Thibodeau. It could be. Could be. It could. It looks like Thibodeau to me. That's what you should I call it. Yeah. Thibodeau. America. That's America. Yeah. It's, it's America. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. So anyway, uh, my favorite. My favorite. Uh, Thibodeaux. Tabon Calva Plava play this week was uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I did want to mention that there were times because you did mention him, uh, you know, playing the run really well. I think there are times when he does over pursue, yeah. um, especially and they took advantage of him on one play where uh, Heineke, I guess it was like an option. Heineke, you know, took yep. that naked bootleg out, but he literally like overran him by horizontally, by like eight yards and then came all the way back up the field and tackled him. And I was like, Look at that effort. Like yeah. that's he wants he wants it this game. And he and he showed so much effort. I think that's what comes. I think he shows effort every game, but you're right, Colin. Like I think he was focusing on the right things and uh he's becoming a a, a true giant, you know. 
and a leader. I mean, I, I know it doesn't mean much, but like in the, the pump up, like huddle before the game, he was doing a lot of that, uh, you know, dropping F bombs and getting everybody pumped. And I forgot for a second that he's a rookie. I was like, wait, wait a second. Like he looked like, you know how some rookies, yeah, they're, they're, they're pumped up, but you could tell that it's just not, it's not landing when you see these shots sometimes and they're, you know, the respect is still building. I think he's got it from everybody on that defense already. So it's, it's, you know, sky's the limit for him as a leader going forward. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a C on his shirt at some point down the line. You'd hope so. Yeah. I think um, it's clear. He, uh, he wants to be great. Right. And yeah. that, I think that's what his somehow his knock was coming into the, the league was he was overconfident. Um, he just wants to be great. And yeah. doesn't, isn't that what makes you work harder and play better? Like a true inert desire to be good at what you do. You don't tell anybody about it though. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh yeah. You can't do that. Can't do that. Can't be arrogant. Yeah. No. Yeah. Confidence and arrogance. I mean, what's the difference at times? It's pretty much the same. It That's depends on, uh, I guess who you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. What you bring to the table. I guess yeah, as yeah. a rookie. Like, what, what about JJ? Arrogant. <laughs> Was no. JJ Watt arrogant or was he uh, confident? Proved proved he was not arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Although he uh, he's having his struggles now, but he's an old man, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? He's he's out for the year, right? No. He's on the card. He's on the Cardinals. I thought he was playing. I I thought I saw a highlight of him this week. I feel like he's always hurt, so I'm not. I'm not yeah, hurt. I mean, you know, he probably should have hung it up, but he'll be he'll be first ballot Hall of Famer. So what does it really matter at this point? What are he the Bosa brothers? Bowl. Are they are they confident or arrogant? Uh, hmm. confident, right? Mm, yeah, they're confident. They're they're confident yeah. that they have a lot of Kanye on their playlist on their uh, yeah. Spotify <laughs> playlist. <laughs> You're confident they have a lot of Kanye on their. Playlist. I'm also confident about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, sure. Um, I do want to give a shout out to. Uh, I forget the two guys' names, but Dabo mentioned them in the press conference after the game who told him to challenge. Um, oh, yeah. What second turnover. Challenge. Oh, yeah. wow. That was incredible. I'm going to tell you, I didn't see it the first time I saw the replay. I didn't see it. And then the second time after, like, and then they were like, yeah, it looks like it. I was like, oh, man, that, that's so close. What a good call. You know, Rarely does that happen where the, you know, the, the, the runner is going down and the fumble actually ends up a fumble like that. Usually yeah. in the moment when it's all real fast, it looks like it could be, but it's not. That's uh, hang on, I'm, I'm looking up these guys' names that Dave all mentioned. Uh, like, what are they? Like, like video assistants? Cade Knox and Ty Siam. Oh, Cade Knox is that like Harvard kid He's or the, something? Yeah, they're oh. both Ivy Leaguers. They're both oh, yeah. in the anal analytics department. Apparently, they both have a pathway we... to Dable's headset during the game yeah. to give him advice on time management and fourth down decisions and things wow. of that nature. He wow. also apparently they also told him to go for it on the fourth and nine on that one drive, the best huh. drive of the year. Yeah, those Look guys have like the best job ever. They're like 27, 25 each, and uh, they have like weekly meetings with Dable. I looked one of them up on LinkedIn, and he's just like he they, he played at like Cornell and then went to work at like Deloitte, and now he's essentially a coach. Incredible on the Giants just because he's good at like Excel. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty hey, sick. all the data man yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's the kind of guy dave gettleman would have him getting coffee for him yeah instead of uh doing yeah. anything productive yeah he does he know about cut of people's jibs or does he know how to <laughs> run the numbers he, he's got no he has 
no idea no jib what skills? a jib even is. Zero jib <laughs> skills. Can't make it in this league with no jib skills, man. We need more jib. <laughs> gotta have more jib. You know, I like I like the I like, He's got a really good resume. Look at this GPA. Really, yeah, yeah. really a lot of good internships. Uh, he's got a, letters a math of recommendation. degree from Cornell. Doesn't say anything about jibs on here, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah throw this one out. <laughs> but how's your jib analysis? Here's uh, here's my buddy Tim. He makes my uh, white bacon, egg, and cheese down at the bodega for me. Uh, yeah. I like the cut of his jib. He knows yeah. about jibs. Um, what here. about Kayvon? Do you, what do you think about his jibido? It's good. It's good. Kayvon. You know what? Kayvon Jibido is, is is I like his cut. Cut of that. Solid cut. Strong cut. It's got yeah. that like uh I don't I don't remember uh what those diamond cuts are, but it's been a long time since I uh got engaged. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a V something. Ah, whatever, who cares? Yeah, I mean yeah, I don't, it's I don't probably, know. it's an arrogant jib though. Arrogant. You know? arrogant yeah. jib. Arrogant jib. <laughs> well, this will be an easy one for you guys to name. Um, <laughs> um I, I do want to mention that uh, Brian Dable looks with that goatee looks like a guy who argues with uh, or posts anti-vaxxer memes on Twitter. He just needs a <laughs> pair of Oakleys. Um, maybe like rides a Harley um, with like one of those leather vests. One of those memes where it's all the, the guys and like the one random woman in those circles that would be mad about something being said on the inter- internet. You know that meme? It's just like these are the guys oh, yeah. that are are really, really I, it's it's like a lot of a lot of Ben Garrison stuff. Yeah, it's too he's bad. Too and you know what? I think it was a strategic thing. I mean, he's wearing a lot of hoods this time of year because that's his, his look <laughs> on a lot the sidelines. He's wearing a lot of hoods. He's got a lot of stuff around his face. It's getting cold outside. I assume that maybe he was getting a little itchy, and but he he wanted some more uh, aerodynamics, so he you know put it down. Yeah, it's a bad move. No, I don't wasn't into it. You know, I feel I thought that like masks were gonna like stick around just for like warmth in the winter. People were gonna like start coming out of these winter warm masks, but nobody wants to wear it. Instead, no. you just get yourself a nice, you know, natural face mask. Yeah. Or Dable Before. has has warm cheeks. Doesn't need it. Dable has warm cheeks. Warm cheeks, good jib. Oh, God. Uh, got so many names. That, I'm going to name my, my next album that. Warm cheeks, good jib. <laughs> um, uh, probably I, uh, I, do some Vikings or... Yeah, I was just gonna before we do with the Vikings, I just want to highlight um, Saquon stats versus Brian Robinson third round draft pick stats. Oh yeah, Dan, please share it with us. Yeah, K- Kayvon did get in the end zone, so we'll give him that. Mm. But it came in eighteen carries, eighty seven yards. Right, the whole game they were talking about how this is the old Saquon. This is this is this is the irreplaceable Saquon. Well, Brian Brian Robinson, the other side of the ball, had twelve carries for eighty nine yards. 7.4 yards carry versus 4.8 yards a carry. Um, and Saquon had 33 30 yards. yards receiving. And yards, yeah. Robinson caught one pass for 18 yards. They don't throw him the ball, but you can get you can get that that quality talent in the third round. We've got an extra third round pick this year. Yeah, probably. It reminds it. me of this uh, Chappelle's show sketch. Uh, what is a running back? Oh, you can get that anywhere. <laughs> Down at the corner store, the market. <laughs> Take take them in your backfield and wear them out. I, I I do have to say that the plays that you know this is the in defense of uh, 
not even in defense of Saquon, but in in offense of the, our defense, the plays that he, that Brian Robinson ripped off, our defense looks so bad on. Yeah, like just yeah. horrifically bad. And they that's just got the him weird downhill. part about Wink's defense is that there's it's like this. I hate to say the bend but don't break, but that's exactly what it is. Yep, and well, it's all Colin, it's like an attacking defense because you know the. They did score. I mean, they did have what almost 330 yards. They had 150 more yards than the Giants did. But the most important stat in the game is one for ten on third down, and yeah. that's what the Giants' defense does to you. Yeah. One it, it, it stops you in the clutch moment. It's been like that all year. But they're never going to be ranked well, and they're going to give up a ton of ton of yards, a ton of yards. And it's it's fairly clear that that is the that's the method. And it's it sucks because like no one likes that. Wink doesn't like these big chunk plays. He can't. It's the only way no they can play. Does. Yeah, no secondary. Yeah, well, and and he's doing what he can with what what he has. It's just yeah. excruciating sometimes. I mean, look at the only points that Washington really scored was you know chunk plays. Yeah, big big passes to uh, what was it? Doxson, Doxson, Doxson. I get getting confused. Is there, there's a John Dotson that they had on their team, but now there's like a Jahan Doxson on their team oh, like oh yeah yeah it was confusing uh, the crap out of me last night they're like rookie i was like this guy's been in the league for a while no, yeah yeah they do from notre dame yeah mm-hmm. um no, Jahan dotson's from penn state yep mm-hmm. yeah vikings um no i do want to I, I forgot i have to say one more thing is that mm. when uh the giants got introduced um and dexter lawrence said sexy dexy love it did it for me yeah, and then Absolutely. also when you really got to see it's it's funny. I know I texted you guys you guys this, but when you really get to see like the offense in their face faces introducing <laughs> themselves, you're like, wow, there's like two dudes on this offense that are good. <laughs> Literally, two dudes on this. Graham Gano and Andrew Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Saquon. You know, he's good at a at a position that doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah. Colin Vikings, Vikings. Yeah, ten, 10 wins. They clinched their division. They just had that insane comeback against the Colts on Saturday, the biggest comeback in NFL history. Um, I mean, if you're the Vikings right now, you're riding high, which I think yeah. is the biggest problem that the Giants are going to have. What do you trap think? game for for them? That's what this is setting up for. I I don't like being confident in a win for us for any reason, but this is a perfect scenario for the Vikings to be all high and mighty and then come in and lay an egg. I mean, yeah. they did against Cowboys. Yep, you never know. I think it's a good matchup for the Giants considering the Vikings defense is pretty suspect mm. and we've been able to, you know, get some stuff done, especially with this new pass rush on yeah. our defense. You know, if the Giants can hold them under 20 points, it's anybody's game. <laughs> we can't score more <laughs> than the that. Limit. That's <laughs> yeah. the limit. An interesting wrinkle for whatever reason, uh, and I don't think this really ever happens that much. Uh, the Vikings are wearing all white, and they're asking the crowd to wear white too. So I'm not even sure what our schedule is uniform-wise. We but should wear we'll all be... white too. Yeah, really. Everybody confusing. wear white. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Both white teams out. get white helmets too. Yeah. Well, what bothers me about it is the promo. I saw it was on like um, uh, UniWatch or something like that, um, and it was like this this whole thing where. You know, they're showing the snow and, the, and like, oh, Minnesota, it's so cold. And then they show the stadium. And I'm just like, it's indoors. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. And the only thing that's a problem is, is people getting to the stadium. There's nothing cold about this. So lame. So I don't know. I, I think it's it's a tale of, of whatever, you know, any given Sunday or Saturday in this case. Um, who knows which Kirk Cousins is going to show up on Saturday? We don't know. You don't know anything. 
Um, yeah. I do. I do think that um, the Vikings have have looked a little vulnerable this year against lesser competition. So I think the any given Sunday theory is is a good one for this game. Um, I think that the way the Vikings offense works is good for the Giants too because they have a lower um, the rushing attack is not very good. Um, if they're going to be forced to throw the ball, um, then I think that you know this this reinvigorated pass rush is going to be something that can you know get to Kirk Cousins and 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 disrupt his timing with you know obviously a talented receiver group. Um, where I do think they're going to have a problem, you know, Dan, you, you did mention that you know their defense isn't they're very good, but their run defense is actually pretty good, uh, top five according to PFF. So I think that's really where the Giants are going to struggle. I think the offense is going to be hard. Um, we, we've seen all year when Saquon Barkley can't get going, the Giants can't win. So the Giants are going to have to win a different way this game. Um, and I think if, you know, they are, can manage to do that, they can get something out of Daniel Jones, um, whether it's with his, you know, legs or arm, I think then that gives the Giants a, a lot more chance to win this game than S- anything else. Same game plan as last week. Quick throws, get the ball out of his hands and use the short passing game as the running game. If it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that drive of this game was, was frustrating, you know, as well, as much as it was great because, you know, you wonder why they're not replicating this play calling more often um, because you do have six success. Or if this was just, you know, a fluke of a drive that can't be replicated by this team with the personnel they have. So um, I'd hope to see that. Like, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm already out in Daniel Jones, but my opinion maybe could change if he can orchestrate several more drives like that before the season ends, especially against the Vikings and the Eagles. Yeah. The old proverbial put up or shut up time is certainly now that's, uh... I mean, you know, throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and maybe I'll consider you to be a quarterback that could be viable in the future for the giants, but I don't suspect that'll happen. Or here's what we do. I got it. I have it all figured out. Let's build a time machine. And send Daniel Jones back in time. He'd be a great quarterback 40 years ago. Mm, mm. I would just kind of go back and um, maybe draft Micah Parsons. And uh, I w- yeah, I don't know. You know, what would I do? No, that's not what I would do if I go back in time. You know what I'd do? I'd go down, go to like 2008 and buy Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah Nothing to do like- with the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's care, care about football. We're gonna send Daniel Jones back in time to buy TJ and I Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, I just this is the most important thing I'm gonna say all, all pod. Uh, I've been keeping a tally, and, and Colin has said proverbial in the past ten podcasts. So we should keep it going. Every single one. <laughs> At least the last five. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I'm using it out of uh, context or anything. Yeah, yeah. I think we all have certain phrases we say a lot. I know I, I always say, like, that being said. I say yeah. that way too many times. I always say court running backs don't matter. Well, mm. yeah, yeah, you've said that on uh, the past 90 pods. Yeah. <laughs> this is the 90th, 91st pod, by the That's way. That's right. Is it I'm actually? Wondering. Yes. Wow. Too old. Yeah, I've been this. at it for a while. Yeah. Been at it, been doing this for years, man. Got them everywhere. Yeah. You think I'm getting paid for podcasts? You got the game distorted. <laughs> Can't afford it. All right. It. <laughs> Anything else tonight? Um, Let's do that whole song, but bleeped out. Just... Or just or chode instead. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, by the way, yeah. Um, just to give some context we're talking to, after if you're still listening to this podcast right now. After and you're looking you're done, for direction in your life. Go. If you're looking for something to make you feel. 
something in these bleak times, you go and you look up too short, two bitches, and you give it a listen. And if you don't feel better afterwards, you can email Dan at bigblueunitedpodcast at gmail.com and tell him all about it and how mad yeah. you are at us. For what album was that off? That's off You Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great track. Um, thank you for listening tonight, guys. Please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us at BBU Podboys with a Z on Twitter. Download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPDN. And uh, please listen to Too Short, You Nasty in its entirety. Have a good one. <laughs>